0: You're listening to Along the Narrow Way, a podcast that walks you through books of the Bible verse by verse to help you dig into God's Word so you can walk along the narrow way with Christ more faithfully. Hosted by Pastor Will Russell and co-hosted by Jimmy Miller. Join them as they help us understand the Bible so we can walk more faithfully as disciples of Jesus. Well, welcome everybody out there in facebook land and to my one student two students here in the sanctuary tonight and everything but i think brother kyle's he's probably gonna do something he got the youth to look after tonight stuff like that but uh yeah just everybody hope everybody's had a blessed day it's been a long day for this guy i've been traveling all over the state but anyway that's not important uh Be in prayer for Brother Will. He's in his final night at the Revival there in South Tillow Heights Baptist Church. I attended it last night. It was a good message. So if you didn't get to hear his message, you missed out. But if you did, you got fed well. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Anyway, tonight we'll be in uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, shepherd the flock. Now, I don't really know how qualified I am to teach you this passage, <laughs> but God has placed me here, so I guess he thinks I'm qualified enough to teach you, so if God says so, we'll do so, and that's what that's the way it is, so let's just give a word of prayer, and we'll see what happens. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this night to be able to praise your name and study your word and be in your word, and I praise you, God, because you are the living word, and that you are the the, the great shepherd, the chief shepherd, Lord, who who oversees everything, Lord, who who gives the messages to all these under-shepherds, Lord. And I pray they all humble themselves before you and receive the messages that you give them, rightly dividing the word of truth by the power of your Holy Spirit. And I pray they'll deliver the message. And Lord, will just help us to see how shepherd is to shepherd of the flock and how we, as the body of Christ, can be involved in that as well. It's in the Lord Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, well, I'm just going to dive right in and just kind of read tonight. Tonight I'm just going to kind of look at a few of the examples of a shepherd of God's flock. You know, uh, I wrote down a few things, you know, but first I just kind of like to read it. So uh, beginning in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 1, so here we go. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him. A small picture here: of what it is to shepherd the flock. What what to look for in, in, in looking for a good pastor, or or, or 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 really, really, if you're seeking out a church, what to look for in the pastor when you go there. It's not necessarily a church that's seeking out a pastor; it may be for the individual that's seeking out a church home. This is you need to look for these qualities in the in in the shepherd of the flock that's at that church. And I wrote down a few, you know, the example of a good shepherd of flock to me is, well, first of all, he's got to be a partaker of the glory that is to come. He's got to be saved. I've heard many testimonies of, the, of preachers coming to know Jesus in a revival. That means they were preaching without the power of the Holy Spirit and stuff like that. And, and some for many years. And maybe they were even making some good sermons. And maybe even some people got saved through their sermons. But that's by the grace of God. It's not that preacher. He was not empowered by the Holy Spirit. He must be a partaker of God's glory. And he must shepherd the flock that is among you. You know, it's good that, that we, there's, there's people that get out and travel and do revivals. Our own pastor's out doing revivals. And, I, and we encourage him to do so. But his main goal... And every shepherd's main goal is the shepherd the flock that God's given them. They are more the ones that he's placed in their care, and that should be his main concern is the church that he's shepherding. Shepherding, And if, he's, if that's not, then he's not exercising oversight of that, of that, of that flock. You know, and, and, he, and, he, and he must not do it under compulsion. He must not feel like, well, they ain't got anybody else, so I guess I'm going to do it. But he must be willing as God has it, as God's placed it in his heart, as God's uh, 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 guided him and, and, and drawn him by the power of the Holy Spirit. I hear a lot about ordained pastors. It bothers me when I hear somebody say, I'm an ordained minister. Ordained of what? Of who? $25 off the internet can get you an ordination of a minister's license so you can marry people for money. You cannot do it for shameful gain. You have to be called by God as God has it. And you have to be eager to shepherd God's flock by being eager for his word, being eager to, to take the, those messages and apply them to your own life. That way you can be an example to, of the flock. Not domineering, but an example. That's another thing. But all these qualities that a pastor possesses, he can't have none of them unless he's humble. If you look there in verse 5, it says, Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the others. Close yourself, all of you, with humility. There's humility one time right there. And then if you go down toward one another, for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Two times humble. And then in verse 6, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Three humbles. And when God says it three times, he means that's the way you are to be as the shepherd of the flock. And as God's body, as God's church, you are to, if he's giving you the example, you, you who are younger, who are spiritual babes in Christ, if he's not giving you that example, then you will not possess, you will not learn humility. And I think that's what a lot of, you see in the younger crowds, In the churches today, they're not really getting involved and getting on fire for God's word because I don't think they're seeing an example of humility in a pastor or in the shepherd of the flock or even in their home life. You know, the father of the home is supposed to be the shepherd of his home. It's not just the preacher at the church. I'm also talking to the parent, the father of the house. That is the one. You need to be humble enough to teach your kids to observe God's word. You need to exercise that oversight over your family. Not not just because I want want people to see my kids and just pat me on the back because I got good kids. No shameful gain. Eagerly doing this. You know, you've got to think, every shepherd will give an account to God. Everybody who has placed their faith in God and everybody who hasn't placed their faith in God will give an account to God. But the shepherd he will give an account to God of how he's shepherded the flock, of the example that he's made, of how he's, how he's nurtured those that it's been put into his charge. You know, I think there will be a lot of pastors that are going to answer for not shepherd, shepherding the flock pro- properly. I can name a few, but I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and do that and, and point fingers at folks. The Holy, you know who they are. You know the false teachers. Jesus said there would be false teachers that would shepherd the flock improperly, teaching them to deserve things that are not, that are contrary to God's word, and we are seeing that in today's churches. Some people, some churches are adopting adopting all these uh, new things, new age things like critical race theory and and uh, all kinds of immoralities that have crept into the church and and they're trying to teach it that it's not a sin the shepherd that does not teach sin is not humble enough to teach his flock that there is a penalty for sin should not be a shepherd he's full of pride, he's selfish he's not overseeing you properly and he's not willing to do God's will they don't teach humbleness to the flock because they have too much pride in their own sin of watering down the gospel they don't they do that because they're worried they will offend somebody and if it's a big church they're worried about the money like if they if they preach something that we won't fill these pews up and we can't keep the lights on and we can't preach God's word and everything, but you're not even preaching God's word. You're preaching heresy and blasphemies. You're teaching people that sin is right when it's wrong. You're calling what is wrong right and what is good bad. You fall into the combination in Revelation. If you do that, woe to you. When the under- when the under shepherd. The pastor of the church doesn't show humility. It affects the younger of the flock, the future of the body of Christ. I mean, we see that humility is the most important aspect of a pastor. The most important characteristic of Christ was his humility. His humbleness, his humility to come in the form of a servant born in a manger which we're coming into this season to recognize. Born in a manger, grew up a servant, a carpenter's son. He never had any money or anything like that. And he could have claimed it all, but he didn't. He, hum- he, he humbled himself and gave an example and exercised oversight and willingly did it with the love of God in his heart. That's a shepherd the true shepherd, the chief shepherd. And every shepherd, every believer in Christ, every person on this face of the earth should strive to be humble enough before a holy God and respect his word enough to teach it truthfully. You know, if the pastor, if you will humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, Casting all your anxiety on him, all this worry and stuff that you think that's going to happen if you preach the truth. If you would cast all that anxiety on him, he would establish you. He would restore, strengthen, and establish you. Your ministry would go on. I, I, it, the one of the ministry, there, there are several ministries I can, that I can bring up that have just been going on for years because one pastor was a faithful shepherd. But I, one cousin of mine, and he's my favorite, Brother Adrian Rogers. Love Worth Finding has been going on years after, he is, after he's been gone. Years still going on. And I, I, I've, I've listened to many of his sermons, and I'm telling you right now, they, they have gotten me through some dark times in my life. Because he was humble enough to teach the word, and since it was truth, the truth remains and the truth is forever. God said he'll establish you, and he means it. God has a wise order to life, and it starts with humility. You know, you got to remember, Pastor, that he cares for you. And when you realize that He cares for you, you will care for this flock the proper way. He will shepherd them. I really don't know what else much to say about it. Under that humility, is to humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that the, so that at the proper time He may exalt you. That's the biggest thing for a pastor to remember. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Preach his word. Be an example to the flock. We need those examples. I need those examples. In order to grow properly in God's word, understand what God's word is saying, we need examples. It's, 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 it's hard just to read it, you know, and not have the example and not to live it out. You've got to live it out in order to understand God's word. And it's got to be lived out In examples, it's got to be lived out in the home, it's got to be lived out in the church, it's got to be lived out in every area of our life. Then when the chief shepherd appears, we'll receive an unfading crown of glory. What's that unfading crown of glory? Well, it's the reward of knowing that you did God's will. To know that you're a good and faithful uh, servant of God. You know, to know that you finished your course, you ran the race. You did everything you could do and you stood firm, even under great anxieties. You must be sober-minded and watchful as well as a pastor. You know, that, that doesn't just mean wine, that means... Not letting the distractions of the world pull you aside, like I mentioned. Don't be worried about the numbers. Be worried about the spiritual well-being. God said there will be few that will go in through the narrow door. So you've got to think there probably will be numbers that will dwindle. But broad is the way for everybody. And those who are teaching falsehood will go down that broad way. They like that that feel-good message. But the feel-good message will lead to their destruction. The truthful message will lead to their salvation. The truthful message will lead to their eternal life before God. The truthful message will show that somebody cares for them and wants and loves them and, and, and has their well-being in mind. It's kind of a short lesson tonight. I, I mean, humbleness is the key to all things in the Christian life. We must humble ourselves before a holy God. We have to remember that that Christ's humility on the cross for our sins should compel compel us to be eagerly willing to exercise oversight over God's word and to teach the truth because Christ taught the truth even when it costed him his life. And all these in here, all these faithful disciples went on, and every one of them died a martyr's death except for the Apostle John. But he lived a rough life. They tried to kill him. And the world will always try to kill the truth. But as you see, the truth always propels, and it is forever. The gates of hell will not prevail against God's truth. False teachers will answer for what they are doing. and their God's word, his will, his authority will be established. And that's pretty much all I got for tonight. So I hope that was enough. <laughs> you know, I hope that helped was uh some of that somebody out there that may be looking for a pastor or looking for a church home. I encourage you to come here and give us a try if you're looking for a church home or or a We have Wednesday night Bible study that starts at 6.30. The kids, uh, team kids starts at around 5.30. We have a good youth program and stuff like that. We're eager to shepherd the people and teach the truth here at Vinal Baptist Church. It's not watered down here. I can testify to that. But you go where God leads you to go. Trusting in his truth looking for his truth, and find somebody who's established in his truth. And then you can't go wrong there. You have been listening to Along the Narrow Way, hosted by Pastor Will Russell and co-hosted by Jimmy Miller. If you haven't done so, subscribe to the podcast so you can get updates on new episodes. Thank you for listening, and remember to stay faithful to walk along the narrow way with Jesus.